Today, I'm going to be talking about walking, and there's an expression commonly used in English, which is to walk all over someone. To walk over someone. Here's an example: Jim walked all over Jenny, so they broke up. Do you know what this expression means? Have a think about it, and I'll tell you the meaning at the very end of this episode. Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host Michael Lavers. Hello, English learners! Welcome, welcome. If you are new to the podcast or you're listening again, you're coming back. Then welcome to the Level Up English podcast. Good to be spending this time with you, as always. This is one of the few podcasts where there is also a transcript, so I'm very proud of that, and it's also a great way to improve your English. So don't forget to check out the transcript for this episode. I've got a little bit of a different episode planned for today. So before we get to that, of course, I always have to thank iTalky. So if you want to support this show, you want to. See me keep doing episodes and also get some free English lessons. Then you can go to ewmichael.com/forward/slash/italki, and using that link you can get a free ten dollars once you sign up to Italki and buy some credits. You'll get a bonus ten dollars which you can use for English lessons. So of course it goes without saying that. Speaking practice is so important when it comes to learning English, and this is, in my opinion, the best way to get that, especially from the comfort of your own home. So have a go at that, and let me know if you do. I'd love to hear your experience signing up to iTalki. For those who are signed up to my email list, tomorrow there is another lesson being released, and this is going to be all about relaxing. So. If you feel like you've had a busy week or a busy year, maybe, then tomorrow's email lesson might be good for you. Be lots of expressions, all about relaxing, and you can sign up to that on my homepage, ewmichael.com. So as I alluded to, I hinted at earlier, this is going to be a slightly different episode. I'm basically going to be talking about one of my hobbies. So. It's really important to focus on what you love when you learn English. So, for example, if you hate watching the news in your native language, then maybe there's not much need to do it in English. So, you will certainly learn something from the news, but if you focus on what you love, the vocabulary will be more relevant to you, and it will simply be. More interesting and exciting. So one of my biggest hobbies is hiking. So I'm going to talk about that today, in the hope that some of you might like it too. Even if you don't like hiking, I'm sure there'll still be something useful for you here. But of course, it's especially a good episode for anyone who likes being outdoors and walking and travelling. And I'll do my best to introduce. Good phrases along the way, and in the second half of this podcast, or towards the end 
of this episode, I'm going to do a vocabulary section to cover the new words that I said. So first half I'll be talking, second part will be vocabulary. And if you like this format, please let me know and I'll be happy to do more of them. Your feedback drives this show. So it's with your feedback and support I can kind of continue to make the best show for you. So first of all, what is hiking? So the word hiking basically means a long walk, especially across the country, across countryside. So if you go for a walk, maybe several hours long, in the mountains, in the hills, over fields, in the woods, anything like that, that can be considered hiking. There are many similar words to hiking, and I'm going to talk about a couple now. One of them is trekking or to trek. Um, You may have heard of this from Star Trek, for example. Trekking to me sounds a little bit harder than hiking. It's a bit more arduous and maybe it's longer, more kind of advanced. So I don't often use this word, but if you are really into hiking, you like to go for days in the mountains, maybe trekking is a good word for you. Another term is backpacking. So this is just the backpack you wear on your back with an ing, a verb, like to backpack. And this is similar, but it's often long term. So backpacking is often used to talk about travel. So if you're traveling with a backpack, lots of hiking for many, many days, this can be called backpacking. Then we have the word expedition. This is much more serious and this is a journey where a group of people, maybe with some kind of purpose, will go exploring or walking for a long time. So I once did a two-week trek across the mountains. That could be considered an expedition perhaps because I was trekking across the island with a goal to get to the other side. That was kind of an expedition. The last word is a stroll, stroll. And this is a very casual walk. So you're walking at a leisurely pace. So for example, when I go hiking, I like to stroll. I don't want to walk too quickly. I want to take my time. So my dad took me for long walks a lot as a kid. And at the time I despised them. I remember complaining a lot and I probably just wanted to play video games at home. In hindsight, I can see that they were really good experiences and perhaps they paved the way for it to become part of my life now. So I wasn't so happy about it at the time, but now it seems like a a good thing. It's a good memory. And I think there are many reasons why I love to hike these days. Mainly, I love the sense of freedom you get when you're alone in nature. So it's nice to have that solitude and it's nice to be alone with your thoughts and have some time to unwind and reflect on things. I think it's very healthy for the mind to have that break from busyness and noise. Additionally, it's of course good for your body. 
It goes without saying that movement is good for your legs and the air is good for your lungs. You know, taking a deep breath in nature, I think is a very good feeling and a very healthy thing to do. To maybe escape from the city if you can as well. I also enjoy honing my sense of direction. So honing my skill regarding my sense of direction. So I believe that a person's sense of direction is not innate, but that it can be improved over time, like any other skill. So some people I know have a very poor sense of direction. If you take them somewhere in, in the countryside, they will not know how to get back home. But I think it's a really fun skill to try to see some landmarks, perhaps, and try to find your way back based on the landmarks you saw. It's all about memory and observation. I think it's, I think it's very fun. And I really enjoy walking through the woods and seeing how observant I can be so that I can find my way back without using any map. It's almost like a challenge to myself. Sometimes I'll even recognise the same trees to signal that I'm going the right way. So that's quite extreme, but that's always a great sense of accomplishment when that happens. Hiking while travelling is a great way to see a new country and to really get off the beaten path. One of the best things for me, however, is how friendly people are. This seems to be a universal feature of hiking. So no matter where you are in the world, people are much friendlier when you bump into them on a hiking trail. There will often be an exchange of greetings and perhaps even a short conversation will follow. And perhaps the reason for this is because you have like a, a common interest. You know, there's something that you have in common and having that common interest is probably a great way to kind of make a connection with someone. Actually, one of the things I love to do when exploring outside is geocaching. This is available in almost every country in the world. Have you ever heard of this before? Geocaching. Very simply, it's an app that uses GPS to find hidden containers around the world. And I'm not sponsored by them, it's just one of my, um, one of my hobbies. But once you find these containers, you can write your name in the, in the box and the, there's like a paper inside and then you mark them as found on the app. So it's a simple and fun activity to do while hiking and best of all, it gives me somewhere to go. So deciding where to walk can be quite overwhelming at times. So just going to the place where there are geocaches is an easy solution. It takes the decision-making process away from me. And it always brings me somewhere unexpected and often beautiful as well. After returning from a walk, I always feel refreshed and reinvigorated. There's always a nice feeling. As I said before, it kind of resets you, recharges your batteries in some way. When I think of my best memories of hiking, I've got quite a few, but they are mostly ones in France, particularly in the Alps. 
So the Alps is a mountain range in the south of France, and there are so many fantastic trails, but also, most importantly, breathtaking beauty in every direction. It's amazing to walk across the mountains and the meadows with the backdrop of snow-capped mountains and a distant ringing of cowbells that echoed throughout the mountain valleys. It's a unique atmosphere and one that I will never forget. So there's a little bit of information about one of my favourite hobbies. Even if you don't enjoy hiking so much, I hope I did a good job in explaining why I like it today. Maybe you can understand that too. And of course, feel free or even please um, leave a comment on the blog post. Leave a comment on the show notes for this episode. I would love to hear your hobbies. Maybe you could tell me a little bit about them. I love to hear what you enjoy doing as well. Okay, so now vocabulary time, vocabulary time. I've got a few words and phrases to look at and let's get right into it. Word number one, arduous, arduous. Arduous is an adjective describing something that requires a lot of effort, often difficult and tiring. For example, an arduous journey. Leisurely, leisurely. Leisurely can be an adjective or an adverb, and it describes something done in a relaxed and not a hurried way. So a leisurely stroll, for example. To despise is a verb, and it's very similar to hate. I despise broccoli. It means I hate broccoli. In hindsight, in hindsight, is a phrase used to talk about something after it happened. For example, in hindsight, it would have been better to take an umbrella, but I didn't know it was going to rain. In hindsight. Pave the way. Pave the way. This is another expression, meaning something that makes progress or development easier. For example, Elon Musk is paving the way for a new era of space travel. He's making progress easier. Solitude. Solitude. Solitude is a little bit like loneliness, but positive. So solitude is when you are alone, but you feel good about it. It's a good feeling. So do you enjoy solitude or do you get lonely? To unwind, unwind. This verb talks about relaxing and removing stress. So when you sit down and watch TV at the end of the day, you are unwinding. To reflect, this verb talks about thinking on a past action or memory. You're reflecting on something in the past. So you're analysing something that happened before. To hone, hone. This verb is very similar to improve. (coughs) 
or to refine or perfect something over time. So if there's a skill that you're continuously improving and trying to perfect, you're honing that skill. Innate. Innate. Innate is an adjective and it describes when something is natural to that thing. So people often ask the question, is violence innate to human beings? So that means is violence natural or do we learn to be violent when we grow up? It's an age old question. Off the beaten path. Off the beaten path. This expression talks about often when you're traveling somewhere where you can go that is not a popular place. So if you go off the beaten path, there are not many tourists there. Overwhelming. Overwhelming is an adjective. To overwhelm is the verb. And it means when something is too much for you. It's too much for you to handle, perhaps. So if there is overwhelming beauty, that means it's too beautiful and your brain cannot easily process that. Reinvigorated. Reinvigorated. This adjective is used when you are given a new energy or a new strength. So when you're feeling like you have no energy and you want to do something that boosts that energy, you can then say you have been reinvigorated. Breathtaking. Breathtaking. This adjective is used to describe something so incredible that it takes your breath away. So once again, the mountains were so beautiful, it was breathtaking. Backdrop. Backdrop. This is a noun and it's a descriptive term that talks about the background of a scene. So what can you see on the horizon? What is the backdrop to your current field of view? And finally, snow-capped. Snow-capped. This is a compound adjective and it refers to something that has snow on the top. Cap means the top and often it's a mountain, of course, a snow-capped mountain. So that's the end of our vocabulary section. Again, this is a new thing I'm trying. So if you like this kind of style, let me know. I'll do more. Otherwise, I'm happy not to do that. Maybe I can just explain vocabulary as we go. That's also fine for me too. Okay, I've got one important change I want to announce. Um, I did mention previously that I've been carefully considering how to kind of act now that I have two websites. It's very confusing. But what I have decided is from now on, all of the show notes for the podcast will be on levelupenglish.school. So if you want to read the show notes, get all the links, everything I talk about, you can go there. This episode will be at levelupenglish.school forward slash hiking. If you go to that page, you will see everything I spoke about, the links, it's very detailed over there. And it's also where you can contact me too. So if you want to leave a question for another episode or just comment on this episode, then that's the best place to do that. levelupenglish.school forward slash hiking. And I also have a Facebook and Instagram page. 
So if you want to go like them, you can also find them through my website as well. Level Up English on Facebook and Instagram. So my goal is to make like a huge language learning community on Level Up English. And if you feel like that would be useful for you, then go over, have a, have a look, join in the community, join in the conversation and also improve your English at the same time. So thank you very much for listening to today's episode. Have a fantastic week and I will see you next time. Goodbye. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening. At the beginning of the podcast episode today, I asked if you knew the expression to walk all over someone. Even though we use the word walk, it's not actually related to hiking in any way, but this means to treat someone badly with no respect. If you treat someone badly, you can say you walked all over them. You didn't have respect for them.